himself, man. The heat, the heat, the heat, the heat, the heat. It's coming down hard. We got to get our uh, shit together. It's time to go left and not right. Gotta get it together forever. Gotta get it together for brothers. Gotta get it together for sisters. For mothers and fathers and dead niggas. For non-conformists, one hit of quitters. For Tyson types and shade figures. Let's get it together. Come on, let's make it. Gotta make it to make it to make it to make it to make something happen to make something happen to make something happen let's make something happen word the fight for gonna bring it to the overlord drinking cisco chilling with the gold microphone cords and we grip our balls every time we starting on tour because we never bore responding to the ready crowds roar and promoters try to hit us with the audible we about our business we not quitters not bullshitters we deliver we go get us don't be bitter because we not just niggas Jerobe, my fire wolf into different cloth Ain't nothing from me in this nigga kid is written off Hardest bit in the city I think he's spitting, getting self-confused in the maze You can pull your brain, missing lust They're planning for our future people None of our people involved Pouring Henny and smearing off They get it cracking off Cracking off and smearing off Can quickly turn to Molotov Molotov the spaceship door Before that bitch is taken off It always seems the poorest persons The people forsaken dog The Washingtons, Jeffersons Jacksons on the captain's log They'd rather leave us to the greatest Water poison, deadly small Glass unblackening It's happening, you feel it, y'all I'd rather see lean it Three-part structure with many Bars. Leave us where we are so they can play among the stars. We taking off the Mars, got the space vessels overflowing. What you think they want us there? All those niggas not going. going. Reputation ain't glowing, reparations ain't flowing. If you find yourself stuck in the creek, you better start rowing. Used to see the TV screen as a place I land my dream in the car stereo. Where they would promote the show. Optimistic little brother with a little hope. You know, space program for niggas. Blue stuff, kid, nigga. Ain't a space program for niggas. Blue stuff, kid, nigga. Space program for niggas, them stuff, yeah. They ain't a space program for niggas, them stuff, stuff, stuff. No matter the skin tone, culture or time zone Think the ones who got it would even think to throw you a bone Moved you out your neighborhood, did they find you a home? Not safe, uh, probably no place to Imagine if the shit was really talking about space Trying to go left and not right Gotta get it together forever Gotta get it together for brothers Gotta get it together for sisters For mothers and fathers and dead niggas For non-conformers when hit or quitters For Tyson types and chain figures Let's make something happen Let's make something happen Let's make something happen Let's make something happen Gotta get it together for brothers Gotta get it together for sisters For mothers and fathers and dead niggas For non-conformers when hit or quitters For Tyson types and chain figures Make, make, make Let's make something happen Let's make something happen Let's make something happen. Let's make something happen. Gotta get it together forever. Gotta get it together for brothers. Gotta get it together for sisters. For mothers and fathers and dead niggas. For non-conformers, one hit acquitters. For types and types and chain figures. Let's make something happen. Let's make something happen. Gotta get it together. 
another for others. Gotta get it together for sisters, for mothers and fathers and dead niggas. For now, performers when they're quitters. For types and types of chain figures. Hey, hey, hey. Let's make something happen. Let's make something happen. Let's make something happen. Let's make something happen. Gotta get it together forever. Gotta get it together for others. Gotta get it together for sisters. For mothers and fathers and dead niggas. For non-conformers when they're the quitters. For types and types of chain figures. Let's make something happen. Let's make something happen. Gotta get it together for others. Gotta get it together for sisters. For mothers and fathers and dead niggas. For non-conformers when they're the quitters. For types and types of chain figures. Hey, hey, hey. Let's make something happen. Let's make something happen. Let's make something happen. Let's make something happen. A small step for mankind, but a giant step for us. So hey guys, welcome back to Napalm and Friends. And this week I have the honor and pleasure to sit with the insanely talented duo, Jared Bishop and Santino McNaughton Jr. from Aeroy Production. And you guys have created stunning music videos and other fantastic visuals which two of my personal favorites being the visuals for Instant Ramen for the artist Stir Fry Boys and the NPR Tiny Desk concert that you guys filmed and edited for Madame Gandhi. However, we're not gonna discuss those amazing visuals. I, although I will leave the door open. So if you guys do wanna come back, please do let me hold you guys hostage one more time. Uh, we are here for the dramedy mid, like mini series that takes place in a private Catholic school that you guys have been working on. And before we dive into that, I want to know, like, how did you guys get into filmmaking? Man, that's a, that's a good question. You want to start? Or? For sure. Um, well, we, so before Santino and I met um, and we started, you know, shooting move, uh, music videos and stuff, we actually went to Cal State LA. Um, I did a year out there. And he was there too. She went to Cal State LA. Oh, you went to Cal State LA too? Yeah, she went. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. That's where I met her. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I used to go there too. I did a year there and then I and I, I dropped out. Did a bid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was studying um I was studying uh science and then I changed to computer science. Um I don't know why I was doing that. I you know. But uh before I did that, I was making YouTube skits at the time just for fun. And um, that was one thing I really enjoyed doing with my my other roommate. And um, at the time, I didn't really have a camera or anything like that. So I was just using my friend's uh, my friend's camera because he was a photographer, but I would just use it for videos. And I always had like crazy ideas to like like really make like make really funny stuff. And one day, I needed a bunch of people for a, a scene in a, in our college dorm. And I was hitting up everybody. I was like, dude, y'all gotta come to this video. It's gonna be crazy. Like, you, you know, bring your friends, blah, blah, blah. So a bunch of people came. That's where I met him. Oh, I met him a, a separate time, yeah, but yeah. Um, I I was like, oh, this guy was cool. Like, you should come and like be in the video. And he's like, all right. 
So he was in the video, everything was cool. And then a few weeks later, the only, nobody ever like checked in on the video. No one was like, how's the video going? The only person that did it was him. He was like, oh, hey, how was the video going? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's cool. You want to see it? Like, and then we just never stopped working together. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Uh, what about you, Santina? How did you get into filmmaking? So, Castle uh, LA, I was originally supposed to, so I went, to, my original plan was to go to Castle LA get my degree in biology and get my master's in the in forensics and crime scene investigation. And that was like the whole reason why I went to Cal State LA because they actually have like a functioning like, you know, crime lab on campus. Their like crime lab be going, I like, it's like one of the first things you see when you like pull up on campus. Yeah, too. like, like <laughs> that's, that's what Cal State LA is known for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what I was originally going there for. My mom, like she works at the prison and like my best friend's dad works for the FBI at LAPD. So it's, it's one of those things like my life was really just like mapped out for me. Like it was going to be such an easy ride as long as I got my degree. While I was doing that, I was like at the time I was trying to pursue like a side career in stand up comedy, but it's not even and looking back, it wasn't even I was really trying to be a stand up comic. It was like the the inside of me was like, we just got to do something to keep you creative, because that's the only thing that's really going to keep you sane, pretty much. And so that's what that's what I was just doing on the side for fun. And I met him at the school, the, the talent, talent show. show. It was welcome week for the dorms. <laughs> and I met him at the school talent show and we were just in the back chopping it up. I showed him some very obscure music. I don't know why I introduced myself in that sense. It was a Death Grip song, um, Inanimate Sensation to be specific. I was but... like, why is he playing his pots and pans music? I'm like, is... I'm like, what is this? I'm like, this isn't, this isn't, uh, who I I'm like, who I this all the time? I'm like, this isn't, I don't know, Chance. Fetty Wap. This isn't Fetty Wap. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like... So I met him there and we, it was one of those things where we were just like, I would old, we'd always see each other around, but he was coming and I was going and vice versa kind of thing. So we never got a chance to like really stop and talk or get to know each other or anything like that. So one day he we actually end up being same place, same time. That's when he tells me about the video. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'm down to be a part of it. And it was one of those things is like, because I was like into comedy at the time, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, like we can just make comedy skits together. Yeah, and that's oh, it's, no, no. It's funny because uh, at the time, I remember I was enjoying like doing the the skits so much. I was like, I don't ever want to shoot anything serious at all. It always has to be funny all the time. And then this guy comes over and he's like a comedian, I guess. And I was like, oh, it's perfect. We can use that. Like, like that, that makes sense. So, yeah, it, it was literally perfect. I was like, oh, I can also get better in different fields of comedy yeah. kind of thing. And it, it all worked out. It was just like a form of almost like just fun for me. And then. You know, I ended up realizing it was more than just fun. Like, I actually enjoyed my time. Like, when we were shooting those dumb little skits on campus, like, that was, like, the happiest I would have been, like, outside, like, studying at work. And I was just like, I got to listen. I got to start listening to myself and, like, what, you know, like, what my body and my mind is telling me. And that's when I made, after that, I think after my sophomore year, like, I made the full leap into, like, okay, I'm going to really do this with him because... Prior to that, he had already transferred to film school. He transferred after the first year. Dude, but... I, I, <laughs> like I, I went there for a year trying. To, I, I started off trying to be like in some kind of science because my mom's a doctor. My sister like the surgery stuff. My brother is going to UC Irvine to be, become like a cardiologist or something. I don't, I don't know. Like he's, they're all doing like medical stuff. 
And it would have been like easy, like kind of like him, how he was going to be like a cop, I guess. It would have been easy for me to like be in the medical field. Yeah. And um, I was just like in class one day, I'm like, bro, what am I doing here? Like, this is stupid. <laughs> like, this isn't me. Like, like, I'm sure I could probably do the work, but like, like, this isn't really me. And making skits was the only thing at the time that like I actually genuinely enjoyed doing. And my whole life, I was forced to do a lot of stuff. Like I was forced to play piano. I was forced to go to swim practice. I was forced to go to, I was forced to do a lot of things. And this was like the one thing I wasn't forced to do that I enjoyed. I was like, oh, like that makes sense. I'm just gonna do that for the rest of my life. Like, and then I transferred to film school and, and the, the rest is fucking history. Yeah. That's so funny. Cause I was under the impression that like, this is something that you guys always wanted to do because it's like, it <laughs> translates so well that you guys are so passionate about this. Um, this is the last ditch attempt. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> Something got to work out now. Because <laughs> as I mentioned, like before we started recording, we were chatting and, you know, I brought up that I really appreciate on your guys' Instagram page of Aroy Production, which I will be adding in the bio to this episode. So whoever's listening, give them a follow because there's just so much great, amazing content on there is that you guys post a lot of like behind the scenes stuff. And it's like through that, you know, I see like you guys are working like in the sun or in just like, you know, in moving cars or kind of like doing the whole setup for moving cars. I was like, yeah, that's definitely a labor of love. Like you don't do that if you don't want to do it really. Like mm -hmm. it has to come from a place of passion. So I was under the impression that this is something that you guys always wanted to do. And that's absolutely insane where I was like, yeah, like this just, I mean, I, see you guys on Instagram, I'm like, yeah, filmmakers, you know, like, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of like, you know, niggas just needed a home and filmmaking was there for us. Yeah, yeah. Thing, you know, yeah, I, I think I think I think Jared says it best. He was saying, um, you know, the, the mindset we kind of have right now in terms of like just like contributing, you know, our legacy, what we really want to leave behind. He always says it's like we were always going to him and I as individuals are always going to move on to do something that's going to impact the world. But filmmaking just happened to be the thing that we like gravitated towards the most. Mm -hmm. And just naturally, like that's it right. just like found our lap. Like, Oh, I guess I'm going to do this kind of thing. Yeah. Like, honestly, we could have done really anything. It could have been photography, could have done, could have been music, could have been like really anything in the arts. We would have something would have like stuck, but I think filmmaking just happened to be the first thing, you know, especially like for me, I'm I, I feel like I'm a storyteller. I've always been a storyteller. And, um, you know, no matter what I would have chosen, I would have been able to do that. I would have been able to tell my story through whether it be music, art, whatever it is. And filmmaking just happened to be that. That's fantastic. Um, I mean, like, do you guys have any influences when you guys first started, uh, like, toying with filmmaking, or was it just kind of like whatever felt right? We have, whatever yeah, felt, felt right. right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, it's funny that you ask that because people always ask, always that. ask. Yeah, it's like, right. but we're not really like he doesn't watch movies at all. At all. I. I used to watch a lot of movies like growing up, but it was strictly out of pleasure. Like I'd never watch them and analyze them and be like, oh man, I can't wait. Is in 90% of the time when I do rewatch movies, they're just, just noise like, in the background. It's just noise in the background. It'll be like, like, like one of my favorite movie of all time is Mean Girls. That should tell you how serious I take like the medium of like Dude, movies. One of my favorite movies is Happy Feet. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 like Oh, what were you saying? Oh, so then like, how did Aroy Productions come about? Like, how did you guys actually sit down? Like, did you guys sit down and say like, this is what we're gonna do or just? I got it, I, 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 I got it, I got it. Cause 
we shot a skit once and it came out pretty good. And I was like, wait a minute. And I was like, this looks a little too good. Like, like this doesn't look like a like a YouTube skit no more. Like this kind of looked like which one? The, the toilet paper. The toilet paper oh one. yeah, that, that one. We look. shot a we shot that a. It was like I am legend. We shot like a like a like a <laughs> I am legend type like funny skit. Like if you run out of toilet paper, but it looked kind of it looked really good. I was like, wait, this isn't like this isn't just like some you know youtube skit no more like i think we might have something here and the thing is like i don't think you need to like especially the my mindset now i don't think you necessarily need like super nice cameras or super nice everything to like make shit make your story get to get your story across but it was at that moment when i realized i was like you know shooting a little better could probably enhance the story you know what i mean like making your shit look more like beautiful and that's when I was like, okay, like we, we should like like kick it up a, a notch because it's just gonna make it's just gonna make our storytelling a little better. It's like it was like a tool to make it stronger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, so that kind of leads me to my next question, as far and kind of touching upon like uh, what you had mentioned earlier, as far as just being a natural storyteller. You know, I've been fortunate enough to get clued into the synopsis of the mini series that you guys are creating. And it's something along the lines of a private Catholic school student goes down a downward spiral of this like self-reflection, heartbreak, and realization at the end of the school year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I hope I didn't butcher it. No, that was perfect. Yeah, you killed it. That was good. Thank you, Santino, for sending me that. (laughs) (laughs) So what was the process like creating the characters and building the universe that it takes place in and like developing the dynamic plot? Honestly, honestly, it's it's really like a story about like me, I guess, because um, I used to go to a private Catholic school in New York. Um, I had I didn't have very many friends when I went there. Honestly, I, have, I, I was playing to somebody today. Um, I have more friends in the movie than I actually did in real life. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So that that the, the amount of friends may not be accurate, but um, the story was. The story was. It's really just like my life, but like just kind of dramatized a little bit. Um, I from the trailer, you can see I'm on the swim team and um, a lot of other things. And actually, in, in the film, my character, he himself uh, makes music, too, because uh, I make music as well. And, um, you know, there's a lot of like uh, musical aspects because like music is very important to me. And I think that's another way you can kind of tell a story is like making sure like the music is like not only like good, but also like different. Um, but yeah, it, that's really just a, that, that's just that's just really just me. Like, that's something I kind of lived through, like. You know, there's like one moment where it's like, okay, that that didn't happen. But like things along that line, like, you know, dealing with the disparity between like um, students and um, faculty and going to private Catholic schools, uh, faculty expects you to be like a certain way. But, you know, in 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 the in reality, they're they're not they're not even anywhere near what they expect you to be, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So it kind of touches on that a little bit. And, you know, just, you know, kind of like religion in general, like how it's like, it just, the religion isn't necessarily bad, but some of the people that practice it make it seem not as good. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really just about me <laughs> and shit that I've been thinking about. Yeah, he, he, it's crazy because he's had this idea for years now, like, like, I'd say like two years prior to we, to us, like actually like starting it. 
he had been talking about this. It was just like, yeah, bro, private school, private school. We all got to wear suits. We all got to do this. And me as someone who's never like gone to a private school as someone who I, he bought me like my first suit ever. Like I never owned a suit prior. So like the whole dressing up nice and stuff, like I didn't really get it. I didn't click, I couldn't see it, but it was one of those things like, I believe in the vision, like whatever you got here, you know, you're really hammering away at it. And we like, we, we like, it was, I think it was for like almost like a month or two straight. We just like locked ourselves in his room, like every night and just like really banged out the script. Like he would, he would come with like a, like, okay. Like he'd come out with like a rough draft. I'd be like, okay, this, let's, let's make it better like this. Mm -hmm. Let's tighten it up here. And then we'd add stuff. And you know it, it, the whole thing was like a work in progress like is this is like a real like th this project was a real testament of like you just got to start and then everything else will figure it out because yeah. even the product we have now isn't what he initially like pitched me like the story and like the universe it existed in is the same but like the way it's being presented now is like completely like completely different yeah. like this is this is like draft 12 of yeah. like how it's going to be presented exactly and the thing is it's like the shit will change until the the moment you put it out you know what i mean um because even like dropping the trailer like the trailer was like because it's one thing when you're like shooting it and like you're editing it and you're in it it's like and then you put it out like oh shit like we did that like i still can't believe we did it to be real like you know the 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 months leading up to it like are you familiar with the the re camera no i'm not so the Ari camera is like one of the highest, no, if not the highest kind of camera you can shoot on. And, you know, great quality, nice look on the face and stuff. Um, just that real cinema shit. And him and I were working on sets, like maybe about like a year, year and a half, maybe. Mm -hmm. Just using that camera, because I told myself, I'm like, if this is going to be like a project for us, like it can't be on anything less. You know what I mean? No matter what, how, however, like how many things we need to maneuver, you know? Um, and even like down to the way, like, like renting it out and stuff. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't as, it, it wasn't as easy as like a typical, like kind of like, you have to like train to get ready to use this camera. Yeah. You know especially I mean? cause it's like, it's not a one person camera. Mm -hmm. Like it's really heavy. It's really big. There's a lot of like different components that go to, you know, with like a DSLR, it's like, oh, a handheld, you can do it with this, but those lenses are massive like the lenses you are literally like, like this big like yeah you can't work those with one hand and so you have to get the single follow focus so someone needs to be concentrating on water to make sure everything's in focus someone else needs to be operating the camera and then someone needs to make sure you know it's like yeah it, it, we just we just went through a lot of like work to make sure we got to this point yeah. before we you know before we even began to execute we it. had to make sure we were ready and then also the the footage itself it's like you could shoot on a high definition camera all you want but like if you don't have something to manipulate that footage you're fucked so we built our computer the computer that we have we built it so that it could keep up with the 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 resolution which is like like maybe like one clip like a clip could maybe be around like 30 gigs mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i think i think the entirety of it the entirety of the movie is probably about like I want to say like seven terabytes. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Dude. Seven so seven thousand gigs. That is impressive. I will say to the listeners, I will be tagging. You guys actually created an Instagram page for the 
I guess like made up high school that it takes yeah. place at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that in there, so you can guys, so not you guys, but like so the listeners uh, can go and take a look because, as you mentioned, it's like you can tell that you guys put in a lot of effort in just how it looks. You know, I'm excited for the plot. I'm excited for it to come out. Which is it going to come out on YouTube or is it like a different platform? We 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 can't say yet. We can't say yet. It's uh, All right. it's a surprise. It's a surprise. Uh, it's it's going to be. It won't be YouTube though. It won't be YouTube though. Okay. So I'll, for all or. For more reason for the listeners to give you guys a follow, so you guys can like keep up. Yeah, and, like, check it out. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. I will say, like the Instagram page, I couldn't stop laughing at the post of like "Go see Sister Maria," <laughs> where I was because I grew up Catholic. I grew up in a very conservative household, and uh, there's a lot of religion that takes play in my youth. So seeing that, I was like, no, <laughs> like I don't want to go see Sister Maria. I'm like, oh, you know, go repent for your sins because you never know when you're gonna die or something along the lines of that. In the yeah. <laughs> you never know when you're gonna meet meeting an untimely demise or something like that, yeah. And then you guys finish it off with a smiley face and I was like, oh God. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, yeah. So yeah. definitely people need to like go check the page out and also like your guys' personal page and Aroy Productions. Uh, Cause there's just so much quality content that you guys are putting out. Like you can tell that this is a labor of love and I know I appreciate it. And I look forward to like all the future content that you guys are going to put out. Thank you. Thank you. And something that we talked about briefly before we started recording is that I noticed, I believe you guys just posted, you know, the other day or today, um, like the patches that you guys created for the St. Joseph's uh, Catholic school. Yeah. It was like sweatshirts, patches. Um, I mean, like what else am I missing? Yeah, we got we got hats on the way. We got actually hold up. I got one of them right here. Hold up. Are, are people going to see this? Is, are they going to see us? No, but you know what? I can actually I was thinking about doing like little visuals to go with it. So okay, I'll, 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 I'll describe it for the people. So for the people that can't see, it is a cream colored hat with the uh, the name St. Joshua's on the side here. And then there's another one. I don't know what the other one is, but the other one is pretty much uh, navy blue with it's got the crest, with the on crest the right here. You know. So what was the process of creating wardrobe? Because it was very detailed. And I, I, that was something that I'm like, I can appreciate. Um, that was his vision. <laughs> so I was, I always, so when I went to school, and I think it started when I was actually in private school, um, they had us looking like dorks. Like, <laughs> like for real, like we looked so lame. And I, I like even going to Catholic school, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't sound like a bad thing. Like, cool, like we wear like uniforms. Like I always thought that was cool, but the school that I ended up going to, they had, they gave us like these like, like ugly ass, like polos and like khaki pants that just didn't fit well on your skin. I'm like, this is not, this is not drip. Like, <laughs> like if y'all going to do the Catholic private school thing, at least do it right. You know what I'm saying? And I always thought, I was like, man, if they just like put us in a blazer and like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, tell, tell them how you used to make your own merch. Oh my God. So <laughs> when I was in school, when I was in school, I actually used to make my own shit because they, they would have like, because at the school I went to, you couldn't go, to, you couldn't go in the on campus unless you had like something that was from that school. I don't think I should say, should I, can I say the name? I don't know if I can say it. I don't want to say the name, but yeah. you couldn't have something unless it was Saint whatever, you know? And you know, they had all kinds of merch and the merch sucked, it sucked. I'm like, bro, like, like none of this stuff is good. So I I would essentially make my own merch 
and then wear it to school and people would be like, oh shit, that's kind of hard. Where'd you get that? I'm like, hey man, you got to talk to Miss Margaret, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is this limited edition shit, you know what I mean? Um, I made, I made a, I made a phone case. I had my own phone case. Uh, I made my own shirt. I made, I used to make my own stuff. Cause like, it was just, it was just bad. Like I would, like if they would have had like shit to wear, I wouldn't have felt the need to do that. You know what I mean? So this yeah. has been years in the making. Like essentially. I've, I've always thought this. <laughs> and the thing is like, I see the, I see the, the, the film that we made. It's just like, if I went to private Catholic school and if it was just, it's pretty much how it would be if it was just a little bit better, <laughs> like, like my experience, because it just, because I really like the, the like blue and red is my favorite color. So I really just like the the navy blue with the red, you know what I mean? Like it just, it just, that's just like, if, even when you look at like, my, just like my Instagram, like that's just me. Like I've been doing work for people for the past, like, like five years. So nobody really knows what it's like to see what I like to see. So, you know, that's why I think this project is cool. Cause it's really just like, it's like me, but like all over, like, you know what I mean? Like down to the way I shoot. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking in it. Like, you know what I mean? No, it's amazing. And that actually leads to my next question as far as like you guys, both of you guys being in the miniseries, but there's also other people. Like how exactly did you guys cast this? So it was, it's like, it's a combination of our friends and what did, what website did you use? Hollywood Casting? Hollywood, shout out to Hollywood Casting. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood Casting is this website where it's essentially free. I think you have to pay to like have the people come in and stuff, but like they like link you with people that are try, just trying to work, um, you know, and, you know, we'll preface, you know, the fact that it's like, hey, like, we trying to make something happen here, blah, blah, blah. And they'll be down, you know, like I, I'll always try to, especially with my actors, a lot of my actors, like, like whenever I have footage ready to go, like I'm like, I'll send it out to them. You know what I mean? Like make sure everybody's taken care of and everything. Um, but yeah, it was a mix between just like our homies. Like there's a scene, there's a scene where I have a, I have a girlfriend in the, in the film and um, she has two friends that just like fucking hate me. <laughs> like they, they fight, like, like literally, should I say, can I, can I spoil a little bit? Is this your thing? Okay, I'll spoil a little bit. I'll spoil a little bit. Cause it's just really funny. Honestly, the third episode is the best episode. That's one of my favorite ones. Cause it's just like, it's just the most, it's the most real, um, it's the most, uh, the most real to me, especially most recent as well. But, mm -hmm. Uh, I have a girlfriend and she has these two friends and I, I go over to their dorm to like see her. And as soon as they see me, they're like, nigga, what the fuck do you want? Like, get out of here. Like, It's just like on site. On, it's, the, it's the realest shit. It's like, the realest shit. It's the realest shit. Because anytime I like date a girl, like their friends always just hate me. I just, I don't know why. Like, like every time, like I'll be like the nicest guy. I'll try to be cool and whatever, but they will just hate me. I don't know. I don't know if it's because I take too much of their time, too much of her time or like, <laughs> But yeah, but but yeah, so yeah, it, it, the majority of the cast is our friends, though. And it's one of those things is like we we have a lot of friends who really just like believe in what we do. They're mm -hmm. like they like see what we're doing. We're like, bro, like, yeah, like we'll be, we'll be there for you. But he he like he even went the extra mile because two of our friends weren't even on the same coast to shoot this. Like he was really it was one of those things like our especially when you're on the come up as an artist like the people you surround yourself almost mean more to you more to you than your actual family because they're the ones that are like 
you know, unless you have a supportive family, like they're the ones really supporting you through this like dream of being an artist. They're the ones who really like understand the vision and are like willing to be there for you to help out kind of thing. So it, he was he was really like, nah, bro, if we do this, like they have to be in it. So he literally <laughs> he literally paid for their flights to come out here. Like he's like, bro, you just have to come like bring your stuff, bring your body and I'll, yeah. I'll pay for the tickets. And, yeah. And, and he did. But yeah. I think only a handful of the cast was like Hollywood casting, but yeah. the rest of them is literally just, just our, our friends. Homies. Like I said, that that scene I had with my my girlfriend's friends, those are just like my homegirls, and they were just they were just talking shit to me. Like, <laughs> like you'll see it. They had a lot of fun. Oh, with that it scene. was that was the best day of shooting. <laughs> that was like everything went well, and like you'll see, you'll see. All right, I'm excited. Uh, again, I will be tagging the link to like the Instagram pages so people like can see when it comes out. I know I'm waiting for it to come out. So I do want like one last question about the whole the private Catholic school is why is the bearded dragon the mascot? Um, because I, I actually used to have a bearded dragon. Uh, I got her back in 2015, 2016. Uh, unfortunately, she passed this year. Uh, yeah, no, she was like she was literally like my child. Like I would carry everywhere I went. Um, when I, you know, would go out, I would take her to parties. I like, I was, I was the nigga with the bearded dragon. No, hold, hold, like. hold on. If you were in the LA art scene from 2015 <laughs> to 2018, you knew about Jared and his fucking lizard. If you didn't know about Jared, you you saw the lizard at least. At least, if you if you were outside between 2015 and 2018, you saw that lizard. Honestly, <laughs> people probably saw her more than they saw me because, like, people would post pictures of her, like, on their Instagram and not even, like, have me, like, in the photo. It would just be her, like. <laughs> and then, like, other people would say that. They're like, oh, where'd you get that iguana? I'm like, she's not an iguana. She's a, a bearded dragon. <laughs> that Elizabeth was an icon. She was, she was fucking <laughs> iconic. Like, she was literally iconic. So, you know, when we had to think of, like, the mascot, I was a no-brainer. I was like, oh, Terry. And her name is Terry. Which is short for short for Teresa, so like I guess like Mother Teresa. Yeah, <laughs> it's all connected. Sorry, it's no. all connected. No, that's fantastic. I mean, I guess it definitely every element of the show is really based on something in your life, which makes it that much more meaningful and that much more intimate.
Esses filhos de Abraão, na verdade são irmãos, mas para 
question that I asked just across the board, and I think it's so fitting for you guys, is if you guys had to build a class curriculum, what film, book, and album would be on the class syllabus? Film, book, and album. Book. I'll toss every book out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, go ahead. Can I not have any books? Does that count? That's fine. It's your does class. It have, does it have to be a book? I mean, if I, I'll play the game if I have to. No, it doesn't have to. Like I said, it's completely your class. Feel free. Say that there's no literature. By all means, kick it out. He'll go first. He'll go first. Okay. Um. So for the film, uh, huh. I get, you mentioned Mean Girls. Yeah, I, I, I would say if it's my class and I have 100% control, the, the movie would definitely be Mean Girls because even though it's like a comedy and it's like not supposed to be taken serious, in my opinion, there's a lot of like very important like story elements that you can pull from that movie yourself. You know, the way Kate, the way, the way, um, what's her, what's, 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 her, what's her real name? Lindsay Lohan. Lin, the way Lindsay Lohan goes from like, oh, this like innocent girl to like, to being the mean girl, you know, like watching that whole character the arc fall. from the beginning to the end, and then like the the redemption at the very end, and even seeing like the internal destruction of like of the quote unquote plastics, the you know the we. On Wednesdays, we were pink. Those girls, you know, like watching the internal destruction of them and watching the internal destruction of her own friend group that she formed. And, you know, it's, I feel like <clears throat> that movie, like I said, and, and it doesn't get the rewatchability is great. It's funny. It's entertaining the whole way through. It's a good story and it's relatable. Like, yeah, that's high school. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But so that would be definitely be the movie. The book, I feel like would be. It'd probably be uh, Jude Angelini's books, The Hummingbird and Hyena. Um, two very good books, very entertaining books, and um, they're pretty much they're pretty much memoirs on his life and what he's going through. And he's a he's a radio show host. He's also some might know him as Rude Jude, and he's pretty much just known for being like this funny asshole on the radio kind of thing. And 
that was the first book I read where I kind of realized like you can really do whatever you want regardless of like the medium because I feel like I feel like books at least for a lot of people who don't like uh read them or are into literature you know it's like they're almost seen as like this pretentious thing like oh it has to be like something philosophical like Neville Goddard or it has to be some form of self-help book or you know like it has to be really intense literature if you read it but that was the first book I read where like the storytelling was really engaging and it was very simple like he wasn't using big words he was really just like a regular guy just telling his story and it was like it was explicit it was funny it was sad it was everything in between but it was just really simple and like i said i think it really just showed me like and, and as an artist i feel like you need to encounter things like this just to remind you like you don't need to be freaking you know the world's greatest to be considered great so yeah. um so that'd be the book and then the album oh man i definitely for me i think right now where i'm at right now it'd definitely be an album called we are god by david sebastian <laughs> and uh yeah you're funny for that why no i just that just makes sense like especially now yeah no right now right now like like if, if, if i was in a different place right now it'd probably be a different album but just where i'm at right now it's an album called we are god by david sebastian and I think it's a, I, I'd really just recommend it in this class. And like, I feel like an album, I mean, just hear the title. Like, I feel like an album like this is very important for just like artists and people in general to consume, not only as music, but just like an overall message because he as a rapper kind of contextualized like the Bible and the idea of religion and applied it to a real world standpoint. Like, you know, he talks about how the devil isn't like some guy with horns waiting for you to die because he's sinned your whole life. Like it's all around us. Like we're experiencing him as we live. And the fact that we as people, as individuals, because we have the capabilities to create whatever we want, you know, a woman can, you know, create life outside of her body. God can literally create life. Um, not only that, but if you want to take it to a biblical standpoint, like we are, if we're allegedly creating the image of God, then that means we have God-like capabilities. You know, we're literally capable of doing whatever we want. And to even take it a step past that past that we as a people are like j just don't see ourselves in that space you know and i feel like i feel like religion just makes us feel like we need to be subservient like we need to bow and be beneath this almighty being but like you don't need to you know like we are the gods we are the people who can take action and even when you pray like who are you talking to really you're talking to yourself, you know? So we are God, David Sebastian. There's a lot to unpack in there. Yeah, they ain't gonna be ready for that class. <laughs> <laughs> Very powerful. Like, they're yeah. like, yeah, Mr. McNaughton, bro. That, that nigga crazy, bro. Like, <laughs> that, that class, that's sweet. That's pretty intense, man. I'm here thinking like, well, maybe like something lighthearted. And I was like, holy shit, dude. I feel like I just went through a lesson. Yeah, you'll make it there. You'll there. Um, what about you, Jared? I think I'm ready. I think, I think for me, I would say the movie that I make people watch is Black Swan. Have you seen? Are you are you, are you familiar with Black Swan? Uh, that's a ballet one, correct? Yes. Uh, I've seen. Oh, yeah, I, I don't watch very many movies, but that was the first movie I watched where I like actually felt something, because like I, I never I didn't really know you could like feel something when you watch a movie. That was back in like high school. Mm -hmm. um, I think when I was going to 
uh, Catholic school actually. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say that one just because, um, you know, filmmaking is like that one was like very run and gun. Like you can tell, like it was like some of the shots weren't like like camera quality, like quote unquote the best. But I think it kind of proves my point where like not everything needs to be perfect for you to tell the story. Um, as long as the story is like solid, because I was explaining to somebody today, like I was explaining to somebody today that, um, you know, having like nice equipment and stuff and like knowing how to shoot like that shit, it's it, the more you do it, you'll just get better. Like that's not that's not really the issue. The issue is like, like, what are you capturing? Like, what's the story you're telling? Um, and for me, I, I think um, Black Swan is a good representation of that, because like a lot of the shots are like like really running gun really it's really just like an art piece like a, like an art project you know I, I feel the same way about like have you seen the new batman i have so the new batman is like it's like super like like super minimalistic the way the the lighting isn't like super bright or nothing like that it's nothing like you'd see like commercial like like commercially you know what i'm saying like when you see certain things it's like everything's like super lit like to shit like it's like perfect you know but like with batman batman that new one that was an art project like that was like like niggas just wanted to make a cool um art art piece like let's not worry about the masses let's not worry about what people think about this like we just we just some filmmakers that's gonna make something cool you know and i could i can that, that resonated with me when i saw it um but i will say black swan and then for the it was a book yeah okay if i had to choose a book i would say the road have you read the road um i mean i don't think i have it's i don't remember who wrote it i could find out for you um but this book was i read it in high school and this shit was fucking crazy like it's like a post-apocalyptic um yeah it's like it's like uh, post-apocalyptic like the world is like over the world is dead and the uh there's a, a man and a boy and their father and son and is that that sex slave book yeah oh, okay, okay yeah yeah did i tell about that you you said you you we were talking with peyton and you were like you referenced a word from that book and i was like oh bro that's what's up and both of y'all laughed and i didn't get it because i didn't know what the word meant uh -huh. and then that's when you explained it yeah me. no that word's not cool yeah i didn't that word's not cool I <laughs> yeah i ain't never heard that word before because my teacher made us read that book and that was the first time i read some shit where it was like he was making connections to like a piece of media and like real life i was like whoa i didn't know you could like do that you know what i mean um that he, he did that he did it with that one and like another another fucking book i forgot what the other book was called but yeah i would say the road i'll make niggas read that because it, that's just that's just some different shit like that would that'll give you perspective like i still think about that book like i don't even i don't even read like that but i'd be thinking about that book sometimes um and then for the album i would say telephone by no name okay telephone by no name it's like a very it sounds very pretty but it's like a very dark album it's like it's like a girl from uh uh chicago, chicago. yeah and she's pretty much just talking about like a lot of dark shit and it just sounds like she makes it like easy to listen to it's a beautiful contrast yeah you, you, even the album cover yeah the album cover's crazy it's it's it's, it's good it's good you know, uh, that kind of sparked a question just right now, as far as talking about music, you guys have shot, damn, like, I don't know if I should like kind of touch upon it now, but cause mm. I do want you guys to come back on the show either individually or together sure. is you guys have filmed music videos. Like what was, how did you guys start in that? 
so Jared was really just like, what once once we got to a stage because I think prior before really taking everything serious, we had done like one or two music videos, but they were terrible. They were terrible, and it was just like it was just more so something to do, but. After that toilet paper video, that's when Jared really came. He really came with the angle of like, bro, let's just start shooting everything to get better. And initially that that's what that's how we got into it. It was just like we had a lot of friends who rapped. Let's just get better at this filmmaking thing. So we just like shot an endless amount of music videos. And then we mm. slowly trickled, turned into like the music video guys to where all we were doing were music videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of people, anybody that's listening right now that knows us, um, probably don't know this, but we never wanted to shoot music videos. That wasn't like, oh, I want to be a music. That was us like training. That was that was us trying to get better so that we can shoot the shit that we're putting out this summer. And the thing is, is only only recently did we realize that that was. I feel like that only recently did we realized like that was our real training because what's it called? We were still trying to do music videos for a minute. Yeah, I think I think what happened was because I I did I did think that we would get better eventually. I think what happened was because the music videos was like kind of starting to pay our bills a little bit, so we kind of got a little comfortable and kind of like lost sight of like wait 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 a minute like why do, why do we start doing this? Yeah, again? <laughs> so we kind of had to like it's like one of those things we have to like self reflect and be like okay, you know I've been in something for so long and the reason why I'm in it now wasn't the reason why I started, you know. Because yeah. um, I feel like the reason why you're doing something now can be different from the reason why you started. And, you know, that's why people kind of get lost along the way when they get like a job or like, you know, just like it happened with anybody, really. Um, yeah. But the thing is, like, we stopped. <laughs> so we were like, OK, like, let's let's like sna- we snapped out of it. We're like, OK, let's get back to what we were doing before. And, you know, this project we've been working on for like the past like year almost. And it's 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 time to get back. That's fantastic. I'm really happy that you guys like are dabbling in all these different, I guess, genres of filmmaking. Of filmmaking, because uh, it's funny. I was just showing one of my best friends uh, the music video for uh, the Stir Fry Boys. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna talk to the guys who filmed this. Like, so I really liked it. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, you know, like it's just it's so great. And he also agreed. It's like, yeah, like the visuals are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so it's interesting that you guys were like, this isn't really what you wanted to do. Cause I was like, it's great. Uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> so with that being said, it's like, what is another project you guys would like to tackle next? A, a movie? A movie, yeah. I, yeah. I was about to say, I, I didn't know. Yeah, we wanna, we're gonna shoot, a, like the next thing is gonna be like a movie. So yeah. we're already kind of like thinking about the next project right now. Um, but yeah, we're, it's, we're thinking it's gonna be a movie. So again, to the listeners, give these guys a follow because, I mean, they're putting out great content. Even though you guys didn't want to do certain, uh, like, little films. Yeah, I mean, we're so, I mean, the stuff stuff we put out, we're so proud of it, you know what I mean? But, like, there were just, like, stepping stones, you know what I mean? You're never going to be as proud, because the thing is with, like, client work, and I think a lot of people, before they get into it, they don't realize how much compromising you'll actually have to do, especially if you're looking, especially if you're going in, like, as an artist, and, you know, uh, along this journey, when you're, when you view, when you are the artist, you're just trying to make stuff, you don't really realize that other people aren't on that time. You know, I have this grand vision for myself, he has this grand vision for himself, but some people are just trying to be a part of something, you know, they might not have this grand vision and that's fine. But, um, you know, when you, if you're going into it with this grand vision, you know, you don't realize that people 
aren't going to respect that vision whatsoever. Like you're going to have to do a lot of compromising. Like mm -hmm. someone might come with you to you with a dope song, you know, you have a dope idea for it and you're like, bro, let's do this. And they're like, no, let's do this. And then you have to find like that medium. And even then they're not going <laughs> to care about it as much as you care about it. Like, yeah. like, especially if it's a music video, like we've done so many music videos that we actually liked and they were just like, oh yeah, it's out. No promo, no really form of like pushing. And it's like, damn, like it's your music video. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I mean, I'll call a nigga. I'm like, bro, like, like, what do you think about the video, bro? He's like, oh shit. I, was I supposed to upload it? I'm like, nigga, yes. <laughs> That happened, that happened one time, and after that, we took charge of, like, uploading the videos for the artists for, like, for a cool like, minute, for a cool minute for them, yeah. We'd be, and then him and I would, like, like, you see the way we're, like, promoting this one, like, I feel like, for me, filmmaking doesn't really end with, like, oh, it's a wrap, everybody, go home, or, like, it's edited, like, I feel like marketing is a huge part of um, filmmaking, too, because, like, you make a movie, niggas need to see it. They need to know it was made. Yeah, like, that's the whole gag, right? I don't know, like. So that's that's why we're trying to like that's why we're kind of going crazy with the whole like um, you know promotion you know what I mean and it's like you know how should I say this like we don't we don't have like we don't know a lot of people but uh, you know this is also good practice for when we want to do another like movie you know what I mean like I yeah. feel like you should act like you're big even before you know what i mean like you have you kind of have to because i'm not gonna wait to to be big to like then start you know yeah yeah there's 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 no reason there's no reason to not promote your shit you know like it's it you made it you're proud of it like make sure people see it you know it's like i feel like people get too caught up with i don't know trying to be cool and just like not trying to force anything and let stuff happen but it's like not everybody's gonna catch everything the first time you know not everybody's gonna watch your music video the first time you post about it the first time you send it to them so it's just like you got to promote it and like it's okay be proud of it like yeah. be you know like uh you know like put put your shit on the table man like i did this like it's yeah. okay like don't i feel i feel like a lot of people try to be humble just because like i don't know maybe that's a thing to do or they just don't have the self-confidence to like i get it it's hard to look at yourself in like a certain light kind of thing but there's no reason to wait on looking at yourself in a specific light you know like if you feel like what you made is it treat it like that you know mm -hmm. like when i released my prints like they were just like there was just 15 photos that like i or not even that i think maybe 12 it wasn't a whole lot it was just some like film photos that i was selling but I treated it like it was the best thing ever. Like I had a whole rollout plan for it. I did a promo video. I made several reels for them. You know, it's like there's no reason for you not to promote it. Like yeah. it isn't the next big thing. Yeah, I see a lot of people that have great projects, but they don't get talked about. Not because other people don't talk about it, but because they don't talk about it. And I think that's like the most important thing because it's like if you don't really like see it, then how can anybody else? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and if you, and if you don't talk about it, it's one of those things. It's like subconsciously you're like, oh. They're probably not talking about it for a reason, mm. you know? Yeah. I, uh, now I'm rethinking the shack where I'm like, how am I doing this? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do gotta like, I do have to like promote more. Yeah, well, I mean, this, this is like, like I, I, like I said, I don't think filmmaking just stops at, you know, filmmaking. I feel like yeah. marketing is a huge part of that. And that's what we do here, here at Aroy, we do a lot of marketing. <laughs> so that, I mean, that that's just what we do. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I, and, and it took us a long time to get here, yeah. you know, it's like, 
the whole marketing thing kind of like happened accidentally because like when we made our first short film out that's what i was on that i was, was like him, yeah i was like bro we got to promote this like people got to know like this is coming out like we're making something incredible <laughs> i wasn't tripping i was like bro let's just put that shit out bro like <laughs> he definitely he definitely started like the whole like let's wait and let it sit because I'm, I'm like the like, oh, bro, like we got to just we drop it now. Like, honestly, if, yeah. if it wasn't for him, like this shit would have been out.
light it up God's inside of all of us Yeah, this is the secret they hide from us Cause if we knew what's inside of us Then they know that their time is up That's why the media lies to us It makes you feel like you're not enough They want you high and they want you drunk As long as you keep buying stuff Go to work and then go to sleep Live day by day and then week by week If you knew that you were God You would say, man, fuck this job You create like creators do That's why God created you That's what you were made to do I was put here to say to you that you're beautiful, you're marvelous, you're phenomenal, you're awesomeness. You are God's light personified. Say that every morning when you open your eyes. I am, I am, I am. 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 This feeling you can't get with drugs This feeling you can't find at the club This feeling only comes when you know that you the one No matter where you been, it don't matter where you from Let your light shine brighter than the sun So when you walk in the room, you light it up God's inside of all of us If you knew who you were And what you could do with the light Yeah, you got the light One, two, one, two, three, four. I walk in the room and I light it up. Hey, God's inside of all of us. If you knew who you were and what you could do with the lie, yeah, I got the, you got the, we got. See, I walk in the room and I light it up. God's inside of all. They got the la 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 They got the la 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 Cause I walk in the room and I light it up God's inside of all of us If you knew who you were And what you could do with the light You got the light Oh,
They keep telling me, George, you gon' make it okay. Think I ain't gon' make it out no way. Woke up in Cali, just met Jose Reyes. Niggas ain't know not the players. Can't forget a lot of niggas, they hate us. I got a dream, I run up some paper. Not trusting no thought, I can lay up. Back door alley, we'll go ahead and lay up. And I hate when a bitch wear makeup. Out here, looking all made up. And that bitch, she ain't thought I could chase her. Once in a while, I feel like I'm a Laker. Like, what you gon' do if your bro die? Like, what you gon' slide with a fuck out? Block out, you be had to throw both knives. I be itching. When you shoot, man, I shoot from a distance. Keep a mask, cause niggas be snitching. We on his ass for all that distance. Ain't no ass, but why is you tricking? They keep telling me, torch you gon' blow, nigga. Like, yeah, I know, nigga. You step on stuff, but that's stone, nigga. Niggas be talking, I don't need no niggas. And that bitch, she a bitch, I'm blow, niggas. I fell in love with the 50s, I want no hickeys. Bitch, don't live. She take me out there, I might kiss her a titty. Wait, bitch, let me hop in that kitty. She gotta get out of that shit fishy. 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 That with a man like he birdie, I'm a driver, bitch, yeah, I earned it, I put the tin up, bitch, twitching and turning, they like he gifted, fuck the he cursing, watch how he up and lifting and bursting, and he thinking the way I'm a murky, like, white t-shirt, white t-shirt, I told you be coming. Why would we see the odds? Niggas be running. Bitch, I'm up, man. I'ma keep stunting. I want a million views, fuck a hundred. And she like, well, I'm deep on her stomach. You will get shot just for clutching. Niggas done drop over nothing. Bitch, when I talk, it be facts. You better not walk. That's how niggas get clapped. I'ma just put the whole hood on my back. Bitch, we got a whole lot of ops. For the ops, it's a whole lot of shots. For a opt-out, a whole lot of cops. You don't want them young niggas been in your block. Little dumb nigga, quick to go let off a shot. Little dumb nigga, quick to go knock off a top. But he numb nigga, no, he ain't talking to cops. Keep a gun, cause these niggas out looking for ops. Wait, she try to look on the cop.
por Tijuana se ven camionetas Son gente del flaco, la camisa puesta Cayeron contrarios peleando fronteras Pero aquí la tierra ya tiene bandera Y el equipo Los Cholos manejó la barredora Cuidando el terreno de lacras y contras Las armas detonan los casquillos en la zona Pura cafetera rola entre la bola y si algo está sucio, limpiamos con plomo Son los mandamientos que aprendí de morro Y soy flaquito para todo A huevo viejo Salud mi compobreta Y fuga para la E, compa Arriba toda la baja Samelet I will say I do appreciate the little teasers that you guys put out, you know, or like the little behind the scenes that you guys put out. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, I believe it. It's like, yeah, you guys are going to be the next best, like not well, best and big thing. You know, like, <laughs> I see it happening for you guys. Um, so that's why I'm like beyond honored that you guys would give me a bit of your time. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks for having us. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thank you so much. Um, I mean, you guys already touched upon it. You guys already discussed it a bit. But do you have any other advice for like budding filmmakers? You can go first. You want me to go first? Go ahead. Um, so for like, uh, this is like the biggest, this is the biggest thing for me is like, do everything, do everything because you need to find out who you want to be as a filmmaker. And, you know, I kind of touched upon it earlier is like, you know, not everybody's the visionary and that's okay you know don't think the people who are behind the the curtains they're equally as important you know and and you see it when you're really on set you know um the 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 the, the people who consume media and who enjoy looking at the entertainment industry you know it's like the director and it really just stops there. If you're like one of those like film bros, then you're like looking at who wrote it, who wrote it and probably shot it. But when being on set and working on a lot of these things, you kind of learn like, those are just my coworkers. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody else below the direct, below the director is like equally as important, you know, because it's like, someone needs to compose the frame to make sure it looks good i promise you director probably can't do that he probably does not if they do then that's awesome but most i'm sure most directors don't understand the art of cinematography they don't understand the art of audio they don't understand the art of editing audio mixing Mm -hmm. special effects color grading and correction you know like there's so much that goes into filmmaking so that's why i say like do everything and figure out who you want to be because you might go into this thinking like, oh, I want to be the music video person. Like Jared was saying, like, don't wait, you know, try being the music video person out as early as you possibly can. And when you realize this isn't for me, awesome. You didn't waste three years of your life <laughs> being the music video person or you didn't land that job you wanted as a music video director. And it was like, God damn, this 
sucks. Like I wasted so much time doing this. So shoot anything and everything. Wear as many hats as you possibly can early on. So you know which ones you want to wear, which ones you want to wear, which ones you want to toss to other people in the future. But so you can also be self-sufficient if you go down the route of being a visionary, because, you know, you're good. If unless you come from money, you're going to be broke this whole journey which means you can't hire an editor, which means you can't hire someone to do audio, which means you can't hire a professional sigmatographer Listen to him. and Listen all that to fun him. stuff. Listen like, to him. Like, yeah, go ahead. Let me piggyback off <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> My thing would be learn how to fucking edit. Learn how to edit because you like, I was literally having this conversation with somebody today. You can shoot on the nicest camera you fucking want. One, if you don't understand cameras, uh, computer specs, and two, you don't know how to edit, who's going to manipulate the footage? Because you can't, if you're independent and you're really just trying to get out the mud, like, like you can't hire an editor to do it for three, four, five grand, especially if it's like a giant project. Honestly, the the project that we're going to put out, I edited it, <clears throat> you know, and that's like some like I if I were to pay somebody to do that, dude, <laughs> you know what I mean? And editing is like the most important thing because it's not shooting is not the problem getting the people is not the problem they have their own issues but that's not the problem that's not the reason why shit don't get done that's the reason that's not the reason why short films don't get done the reason why short films don't get done is because they don't prioritize editing we've seen we've seen we've been a part and seen plenty of projects that just never came out because the person who shot it didn't know how to edit didn't want to edit or had no one to edit it and if they had someone to edit it, he wasn't a very good editor. Man. So they just that's the worst part. Like- that's the worst. Because <laughs> they treat editing like, like a tertiary thing. It's like, oh, we got the director. He's so great. He's going to make the script come to life. And then we have the cinematographer. He's going to really bring the vibe. You know, the way he shoots is it's beautiful. And this audio guy, he's, you know, honestly, they don't even be talking about the audio guy like that. The audio guy gets shit on too. I don't know what I'm saying. But then <laughs> they got all these other people. And then they're like, all right, who's, who's the editor? And they're like... We'll figure it out later. We'll figure it out after it's done. Nigga, no. You need to know who's going to put all that fancy shit together. All that directing, all that all that cinematography, all that shit. You need to figure out who's going to put that shit together. Cuz you can you can really rewrite a film in the editing bay like you can make it a completely different story, a completely different vibe, a completely different editing. Mm-hmm. It if you if you have an editor who knows what they're doing so that's like super important yeah and if you can put yourself in a position where you have the patience and time to learn how to do it you could be an invaluable asset to anything you are a part of or anything that you ever do like editing i i can't stress here at aroy we really stress editing we do not take editing for granted we don't see it as a tertiary thing we don't see it as below directing below anything really I, this whole hierarchy of like filmmaking doesn't make sense to me. That's, that's made up shit. It really is. It's like, everybody's like on an equal playing field, bro. Like I, especially on the bigger sets, bro, the bigger, the project, the more important, even the, even the hand of someone who has never been on the set a day in their life. If you just give them a little direction. Oh my God, there's so much help. That shit goes a long way. And it's like the way people see directors it's like these niggas at the top but a lot of the shit you like about a movie a lot of the stuff people really like about a movie it wasn't even the director yeah. they're like i really like the way the, the camera does this right here in the shot right here. that nigga that was not the director that was a cinematographer you get me yeah um but yeah 
I would say editing. Editing is the most important thing that you could do. If you want to do your own shit, sometimes you won't have money to hire an editor. You need to you need to do that. <laughs> like I don't I don't know. That's that's just me though. Like no, and I I want I kind of want to take it like uh, to kind of piggyback and take it a step further is that there's resources online. It's like YouTube, Google. It's like we yeah. can learn. Yeah. Like with the shack, it's like this is all self-taught. Like I'm yeah. still learning as I'm going along, yeah. uh, much like you guys, where it's like, these are stepping stones to figure out where I'm going exactly or to get better to get to where I'm going. Exactly. So like, I couldn't agree more with all the advice that you guys gave today. So, but yeah, I mean, like I'm out of questions for you guys, unless you guys had any other like final words to share with the listeners. Um, let's just do a quick shout out to my girls, uh, Andrea, Mimi, um, my boy, Theron, um my boy darshan for hosting us the other day because we had like a little event for our our series um everybody that's helped out christian uh janae dre dre my boy dre pulls mean focus um there's a lot of people omar omar z oh the, the third person of aroy drew Big shout out to drew so there's a third guy uh he uh he don't he's he's quiet we we handle all like the press stuff i guess <laughs> um but he shout out to our, our boy drew um but yeah like i said this uh, this this is not like a one man kind of thing like you kind of need a family to like make your shit happen like this wasn't just me this wasn't just my vision this was t you know what this nigga did once what? so the quick story there's a there's a really crazy animal in the in the movie which episode the fourth one fourth episode fourth episode look there's, out for a wild looking animal there's a weird looking animal in the in the in the in the series right okay. and we have a friend that's mom like breeds these kind of animals yeah. for like shows and stuff shout out shout out angelina martinez that's like that's like my second mom right there shout out to her uh this man drove an hour and a half to go pick up the dog we shot with the dog that night and he drove an hour and a half back to drop the dog off same okay. night and we had shot prior to that so we shot oh my god yeah so we shot i forgot about that so we met up at like 11. we met up at 11 a.m we shot till about maybe like five and then we went to my house um we were organizing stuff for the shoot later that night and then he left to go pick up the dog at five he got back at like 7 30 something like that and then um we shot some more with the dog and then after we were done which was like at what it was probably like three and three or four in the morning three, it was really late. 3 a.m he drove he drove back and that's i was like that was this <laughs> this was this is a real nigga right here like this 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 is the man for real like this, he you know that episode of One Piece when Zoro took the fucking yeah. That was what that was that. That was that. There was an episode of this one show where like the uh this guy's teammate, he like takes it's an episode of like an anime. He takes his 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 friend's essence and it's like all the pain that his friend has, and then he takes all the pain and then he's just like, ah <laughs> <laughs> that that's what he did that night. That was crazy. The homie said he wanted an interesting looking dog. I'm gonna get him an interesting looking dog. Dude, we needed the dog. <laughs> we needed the dog though. Like it, it just had to happen. It, it was funny too because our producer was like, actually, I drove all the way to Palmdale. 
I had drove to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She lives there. She lives out there now, Lancaster. Right here, yeah. Okay. But, but but yeah, I had driven there that that night. That's that same day, that same night to pick up that dog. And our producer, I he, I didn't know this at the time, but the, our producer was, was like, I guess he was talking to you, and he's like, Jared, like I know people with dogs out here, bro. Like it's not that big a deal. Oh, like, that. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because he was like, he was like, yeah, we got we got like. A, I'm like, bro, but those dogs, it's like. <laughs> like that's that's not the look like we need we need like it needs to be like crazy uh but yeah that was kind of funny though i remember yeah, that yeah. i remember that yeah yeah this that's is a custom- fantastic oh see this is a customized it's, dog it's crazy you'll see yeah, you'll yeah. see you'll see, you'll see. Requ- requested from jared specifically um but yeah i think the only thing i'll leave with this is the the film itself it'll be out in june um it's really cool uh there's a lot of musical elements to it um for me myself there's um there's look out for the music the music's gonna be it's gonna be cool um it's it's definitely different it's something you've never seen before um and it's just it's really just a nice like i wanted to just take people somewhere you know what i mean when our first project where it's like okay it's not a music video it's not this it's like a real thing i wanted to take people somewhere and like you know, have a good time, at least for a little bit, because like, you know, there's like a lot of like shitty shit going on right now. I don't want to make anything like dark. Yeah. You know? Especially, especially now, like, because a lot of the stuff we make is like really dark. Uh, there's a music video we did where he just got like shot. He just got lit up. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Vice City, good music video. If you haven't watched, go check it's it a, out. It's a, it's an A-Roy original, Vice City. Um, uh, starring our our boy Donovan Ransom. Shout out to Donovan. He's he's held the the boom yeah, mic for us every now and again. Our boy Dom. Um, but yeah, I think I think this it's like a nice. I want everybody to just enjoy like watching it. It's nothing like you've ever seen before. It's a good time, and I think I think everybody's gonna enjoy themselves. Well, I'm excited for it. Uh, and like I said, for the listeners, I will be tagging the, these guys in the link. Uh, or I'll be linking these guys in the bio to this episode. So check them out. I know I say this like across the board with every guest, but it's like these are these guys are definitely well worth your time. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you guys for giving me a bit of your time. I know you guys are incredibly busy, uh, either driving around, picking up dogs or, you know, just out filming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not lying. You're not, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Of okay. course. Um, thank you. Thank you. So tune in until next time, guys. <laughs>